Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi there. And welcome to Censored But Not Silenced with Rebecca Koffler. Today, I would like to speak with you about socialism and the danger of this evil system to our country, the United States of America. As an immigrant who was born and raised in the former Soviet Union, I detest socialism and I don't want it for my adopted homeland, the United States of America. Here's what socialism is truly about. I've written editorial about socialism on the Fox News website, and it's titled USSR 2.0, My Adopted U.S. Homeland is Giving Me Flashbacks to the Russia I Fled. Here's what socialism is really about. Many Americans think that it's just about the uh, free stuff, free health care, free education, this and that, especially the young people. They seem to be the ones who are beguiled by this erroneous and false narrative. Socialism is a uh, government-control-focused system. It's authoritarian. It's uh, dictatorship type. And it's really an oppressive system. Socialism is the first step to communism. And this is what the former Soviet Union, the USSR, was all about, where I was born and raised. I came to the United States in 1989. I've been here for 33 years. And I'm witnessing what is happening to my adopted homeland with fear because I'm seeing the trends emerging in our country that remind me of the place that I fled. So here's the truth about socialism. And we really saw the epitome of government control during COVID, all these lockdowns and um, the destruction of small businesses as a result of it. It's the type of government control that um, this, the Russian people experienced back in the USSR and they're actually experiencing it still 
today. So um, at the same time, when the people, the regular folks like you and me, regular Americans, uh, were prohibited from going really anywhere, the you know, the restaurants couldn't be open, the 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 hair cutteries, you know, that's why I actually grew long hair. I used to have short hair. Um, but at the same time, the government officials like Nancy Pelosi and uh, and the rest of them would go to uh, French restaurants, would go have um, uh, a haircut. And uh, these rules that they created did not apply to them and this is the epitome of it they think that it's the the rules that they have created it's for us it's for the rest of us but they don't have to abide by them so it's total uh government control um back in the soviet union we we could not travel the government you know um didn't want us to travel because um we were not allowed to see what capitalist countries were about. And um, and so the narrative that the Soviet socialist system was the best system and out there, uh, that's how the government perpetuated this myth. And I remember when I, for the first time, when I came to America and I was taken to a grocery store and I saw the abundance of food. I I was stunned. I, I didn't think it was real. I thought that somehow my friends um, staged it. Uh, especially what was stunning to me uh, was the sight of apples, those red delicious apples. When I saw them, they looked so glossy and uh, and bright and yummy and clean that um, that I couldn't believe it. Uh, but the minute that I realized that all that food that was available in a regular uh, grocery store, it was a giant, actually giant grocery store. And um, I realized that all the um, the myth of the Soviet socialist system being the best system in the world was all a lie. And uh, and, and I began crying. So um, so we weren't allowed to travel. Um that's one thing. And of course, we weren't allowed to speak our mind. You had to always look over your shoulder to see who was listening, because if you criticize the Soviet socialist system, then um, you could lose your job, you could be expelled out of school. Um, and that's how the totalitarian regimes, they preserve their power is uh, because they eliminate the opposing view. They eliminate the plurality of opinion, which is the bedrock of democracy. And what I see happening today in America is uh, the exact same thing. We have uh, censorship, whether it's done by um, the big tech uh, companies or even by individual um, uh, people and businesses, right? So we know that uh, Facebook and social media, they <clears throat> silence the certain voices, the conservative voices, the religious voices, 
And um, for example, when COVID just hit, the legitimate analytic line, and I come, as some of you know, I come from the intelligence community. I, uh, I served in the DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency, which is the CIA's counterpart, but the military counterpart will support the warfighter and the defense policy. So, um, so the analytic line that COVID leaked from a lab was a legitimate analytic line. And in the intelligence community, we're supposed to look at all hypotheses before we arrive at the ground truth, but that was suppressed, right? And so the big tech helped the government suppressing that view. And so eventually all this censorship that um, that we're experiencing right now is going to lead to a the 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 party line, right? And we see that already uh, today. If you are someone who disagrees um, with uh, with abortion, the, with uh, government control, with the whole pronoun business, that if you believe that you know there are only two genders, men and women. Um, you can't you can be expelled you can be canceled right the um we know that people who served in the uh former president trump's administrations were demonized and they were not given book deals just because they represented uh former president trump who was actually falsely accused of being the russian agent and all of that um, so that's a very Soviet-esque type of tactic. <clears throat> so that concerns me. And where censorship is leading is self-censorship. So eventually what happens is that people stop speaking truth to power or even amongst themselves. So um, if you, right now, if you are one of those manga people, or even not a manga person, but if you're somebody who uh, voted for Trump or prefers, you know, Trump because um, to be president or have a, a role in this country's uh, politics, then you can be basically uh, demonized and uh, you cannot be allowed in the polite society. And that's and that's just um, not a sign of a democratic type society because uh, again, the, 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 the freedom of speech and freedom of expression and freedom of religion is uh, the bedrock of, um, of democracy. Even the books, you know, if you are trying to pitch a book proposal, if it's something that is about socialism, let's say, if I wanted to tell the truth as an immigrant who grew up under socialism behind the Iron Curtain, I'm having trouble actually getting that book uh, signed because the party line, the group think, 
propagated this narrative that somehow is a good system. And people talk about uh, the European countries, uh, Denmark, Norway. People think that those are socialist countries. They're not. They're, they're a capitalist country. Capitalism is the best system. It's not the perfect system, but it's the best system because it brings prosperity and socialism brings uh, equal poverty for all. Let's unpack that. Why socialism um, only brings poverty. Because when you start taking the, the fruits of labor from people, they stop producing, they stop innovating, right? If you, if you put really stringent draconian uh, tax burden on businesses and on individuals, if, if, if you will, um, if you take away the, the majority of what they produce. They stop producing. They stop innovating. Uh, look at what our companies have produced under um, capitalism. What's really amazing is uh, that the United States has these industries that beat any other industries in the world. Let's say the pharmaceuticals, the type of medicine that that is produced in the United States, in the medical research, we've practically cured cancer, right? Cancer is no longer uh, a terminal illness. It's, uh, it can be, you can live with it if you get chemo, if you get, you know, certain medications, right? HIV AIDS, the same thing. Um, my father who uh, immigrated uh, later you know, to join me in the United States, had a quadruple bypass. Uh, and he's like new, he lives and he loves life in the United States. Most of his peers uh, are dead at this time. Uh, the lifespan uh, in Russia for males is between 66 and uh, 68 years old. Uh, for reference in China, it's about 70. And, and, and so, this is the type of stuff that the capitalist system produces. Uh, so it's pharmaceutical, it's technology. It's no wonder that the technology has evolved primarily at first in the United States. Look at Amazon, look at um, Facebook, Twitter. And, and I know we have a love-hate relationship, including me with, uh, with social media. But the fact that you can have uh, a product delivered within one or two days, you know, on Amazon, or you have the Apple computer, or you have a Microsoft, you know, you have a PC, all of these companies, people like Mark Zuckerberg, people like Jeff Bezos, um, Steve Jobs, um, rest in peace. The reason why they were able to create these uh, amazing, you know, innovative uh, miracles is because there's freedom. When there's freedom of speech, there's freedom of thought. So eventually, if you cannot say certain things, then you cannot think certain things. And that is what the government 
wants to achieve ultimately. So, um, so what I'm worried about is uh, the United States becoming a one-party system, <clears throat> because this is what it appears uh, as though that the, the left wants, right? With the uh, so what's happening right now, parents are being designated as terrorists, right? Because they disagree with what their children being taught in public schools. <clears throat> and they're being taught, you know, things that are, you know, the critical race theory, which is a Marxist ideology, right? The fact, you know, they're, they're being taught that America is racist. Well, America is not racist. Yes, of course, there's you know, there are issues, um, but uh, overall, America is not a racist country. Look at it this way. If America were a racist country, people from Africa and all of these other places would not be all flooding in America. You can hear it from from anyone, you know, take a Chinese person, take, a, take an African person from Africa. They will tell you that it is the most, um, let's see, how do I phrase it? Unracist? I don't know if that's the word, but, uh, but really, because race is just not, and racism is not just about color, it's about um, also... Um, it's an ideology that views one group of people as inferior uh, to 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 other uh, group of people. And if you think about it, there are, there are countries and cultures rather where a whole group of people is viewed as inferior. Like, and I'm not going to name specific countries, but there are um, caste you know, systems like, and even you take, you take Europe, you take Great Britain, right? If you're born in a very particular stratum of a society um, and you have an accent, right? That is not the, uh, the accent that elites have. You're going to have a hard time moving up the ladder, so to speak. And um, so it's not really about it's not about that, but um, so another thing that uh, that worries me is government surveillance. That's a sign of a totalitarian system, and uh, under the Biden administration and even under the previous administration, the intelligence services and the corrupt echelons really weaponized the intelligence system against regular Americans. Uh, Carter Page, a US citizen who was uh, risking his life collecting information from the Russians and providing it to the CIA, um, the Central Intelligence Agency, somehow got on the wrong side of the, of the corruption contingent, I would say. Um, and he got surveyed because the um, the deep state, and yes, I'm not afraid to use that word, uh, decided that President Trump somehow was um, in collusion with Putin, which again is uh, 
is a science fiction, but Carter Page was surveyed 24-7 based on four fraudulent applications to the secret FISA Court for Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act uh, cause. Even Americans like um, who are not part of the government and haven't done anything wrong. Uh, for example, Tucker Carlson, when he was trying to get an interview with uh, the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, there were reports that he was surveyed by the National Security Agency. So that's a big concern. That is a very Soviet tactic. The fact that right now, uh, President Biden is demonizing a whole segment of the population, calling the MAGA Republicans the extremists and all sorts of names. While MAGA Republicans are the ones who, who um, elected President Trump, and that was you know half of American population. So demonizing your political opponent, you know President Trump, whether you like him or not, but but half of American population thought that President Trump was the right fit to lead this country. So demonizing that is very, uh, very Soviet-esque. It's, it's Putin's playbook. It seems like President Biden is choosing a page out of Putin's playbook. Putin is the one who targets his political opponents for, you know, assassinations or, or locks them up in prison. And, uh, and that leads again down the path towards a one party system, a totalitarian regime. So um, just a couple of other things I wanna say about uh, socialism. So where it leads is, is, is this, and uh, I know it's, may sound uh, far-fetched, right? But it's a long-term process. So I'll tell you um, what the free government system, the free healthcare really is. Um, because the system doesn't really produce enough so that those who are in power, they have the first dibs on everything. So under Soviet socialist healthcare system, my teeth were drilled without Novocaine. Why? Because there was obviously those shortage. The dentist's daughter needed Novocaine too to have her teeth fixed. And so it's pure torture. If, if you don't know what torture is, having your teeth drilled without uh, a painkiller is torture. They had to uh, strap you in. I remember this, you know, very well, especially as a child. It's like you, you can't understand this sort of thing. So they have to strap you in. Um, your your hands and your legs so you don't hit and kick the doctor because um, the dentist because the the pain is really uh, excruciating and um, and and things like that we didn't have toilet paper we didn't have sanitary uh, products um, now again the government people the the members of the communist party who were in charge they had everything they were treated in different hospitals where they did have painkillers they shopped in different stores uh, where food was available the rest of us um, you know you could go to a grocery store and uh, on a good day um, you would find bread milk and sausage right that's on a good day and um, 
and 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 so eventually right you can say that we have all these things right now we have tremendous you know healthcare but it's not going to last because there's not such a thing as a as a free lunch somebody has to pay for it right and eventually as um as uh, margaret thatcher said uh, you run out of other people's money and i just wanted to give this warning to my fellow americans to 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 please do not be deceived by all these false narratives because the people who advocate socialism, they've never lived under it. You know, let's take Bernie Sanders. Um, and he's he actually benefited from, from capitalism. He now maligns the system that um, provided all these, you know, comforts to him. And so the people who scream the loudest about how wonderful the socialist system is, they've never lived. They've never lived in Russia. They've never lived in China, Venezuela. And people who have been victims of communism, socialism, uh, like myself, they all flood here. You can pick any immigrant in the United States from China, Russia, uh, Venezuela, any of these places and they will tell you that capitalism is the best not the perfect i didn't say perfect there are, you know there, there are definitely problems with that with capitalism as well but on balance capitalism beats socialism hands down because what socialism does it makes it brings everyone down it makes them equally you know, poor, everybody under, yes, in the Soviet Union had a little bit, nobody had too much, except the government, of course. Uh, nobody was, uh, lived on the street because the government provided some sort of housing. You know, they would put in a bunch of families, you know, together. It was called a communal apartment. But again, like uh, eventually it collapsed. It collapsed because it just wasn't sustainable. And so um, here, yes, we have the disparity of, uh, of wealth, but people who create wealth, they work super hard. That wealth didn't just, you know, land on their lap. You know, I'm certain that as, as much as I do not like, particularly Mark Zuckerberg, who works very hard, you know, Jeff Bezos worked very hard. Any of the people who own businesses, including small businesses, they work super hard. And it is the politicians like Nancy Pelosi, who has never created anything herself, or Chuck Schumer, or, you know, Adam Schiff, you know, Nancy Pelosi, again, remember the, the whole ice cream business. She opened her refrigerator and she had uh, $25 a pop um, uh, ice cream. And um, she wants to lock up the rest of us and she wants to give us people like that. They just want to give uh, people a handout, some minimal wage or minimum, you know, allotment or universal income. But that means that you cannot progress. You cannot improve your lifestyle. You cannot invent some something. You you they just want you to wait for the uh to wait for the government's hand down because they believe that the government is in charge of your destiny and the government is the only one who uh who can help you out. Well the truth is 
you are in charge of your own destiny. And you know what? My parents, they knew that. They knew that. And uh, even though they lived in the Soviet Union, but they knew capitalism is the best system. So they raised me to love America and to eventually go to this country because they thought that I could be in charge of my own destiny. And 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 they were right because uh, when you use your skills and talents and everything that God gave you, you can make it happen. You can you can create the life that you want for yourself. And uh, I've had an amazing life here in 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 America. Uh, I served as an intelligence officer after September 11th. I wanted to commit myself to to help the national security of my adopted uh, homeland. Before that, I had an excellent uh, career in the international business and the uh, information technology industry. And I, I highly, highly support uh, the capitalist system And we need to really be very careful which type of leaders we we support. Those who believe that you as an individual can be in charge of your own uh, destiny and you're smart enough, you're talented enough, and you're hardworking enough. Or those leaders who believe that you are incapable and you just need, you know, a handout from the government and you can just, you know, lie around on the couch and uh, you don't need to go to work and they'll just give you the minimum um, universal income and you can get free health care where your teeth will be drilled without Novocaine. So that's basically what it boils down to. So, so again, check out um, the editorials that I put on the website that were published uh, talking about the evils of socialism and about my concern that uh, the certain individuals on the left are trying to turn USA into USSR 2.0. So this was Rebecca Koffler with censored but not silenced if you like my podcast please uh, subscribe Uh, give me a shout on social media my handle is at rebecca0132 rebecca is spelled r-e-b-e-k-a-h 0132 i'm on getter i'm on linkedin on facebook Uh, check out my analysis I write regularly for uh, the New York Post, the Wall Street Journal, Fox News, Newsweek, and um, and thank you. I hope to catch you later again on my podcast. Take care.